Welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life with the man who's done it for many, our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. That I just can't seem to get rid of. His name is Paul Roberts. Oh, my. We try to do these shows, and we try not to give them the dates and the times, and they keep popping up. It keeps showing up because I'm told that today's guest is the guy. You've had people who were good, but this is the guy on wealth building. You know, I put it out there. I gave you an invitation, but I didn't know if you were actually going to show up. But I'm glad you did because, again, we got a great show today. We have Mr. Brian Carruthers. This guy has written, he's Mr. Entrepreneur in my book. He's written over four books on wealth and entrepreneurship. He's the real deal, folks. He talks the talk and walk the walk. That's why he's on this show today. I'm going to do one quote, and then I'm going to cut out here. We were talking beforehand, and I said, he's talking about wealth building. And I smiled. I said, because how often in this show we said, you talk about wealth being, everybody listens, thinks about it, but at home, they, I know what they're thinking. I can't build wealth. I, that's for the lucky. That's for the few. I got to have a rich uncle. I got to win the lotto. So he had a great quote, and I thought we'll start with that. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about this uh, earlier today in a mastermind that I lead, and the quote was, wealth is not random. Uh, it's not the lottery. It only happens on purpose. Wow. Wow. Hey, Brian, again, say that one more time just so people can kind of rewind and get that narrative in their thought process, in their psyche. Yeah, for sure. You know, wealth is not random. It's not the lotto. It only happens on purpose. It's good stuff. So, Brian, we're going to start out. I want people to hear your story, because when I first heard your story, uh, not only was it fascinating, but it was intriguing. I'm just going to give you the floor, let you just like uh, if we're on a stage and we're playing at a jazz concert, you know, and I just did my riff. Now it's your turn, buddy. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. It means a lot that there's people like you in the world that are intentionally trying to help people that have no real familial uh, or even friend connection with you, uh, but you're uh, helping to people get access to information that's just not taught. Uh, unfortunately, in our school system, from grade school, high school, even into college, real world applicable wealth building concepts are just not available to us. You know, I, I was born into a wealthy family that built a massive real estate company back in the 70s and 80s, and again in the 90s into the 2000s, two different companies that both sold to Merrill Lynch and uh, and all into a federal um uh, into PenFed uh, Credit Union. And so being involved um, in a family where I was through osmosis being able to witness entrepreneurship at its finest. My, my parents built massive wealth. I will say without that, hopefully this doesn't sound weird, but kudos to me because I know people that grew up in families that had money. And right. those kids turn into you know derelicts and 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 lazy people, and they had no trust fund babies and all that. Yes, I was the opposite. Uh, I I decided I don't know if I decided if I don't know if it was a conscious decision, but I turned out to be the kind of person that absorbed an expansive mindset of what's possible to accomplish and achieve. And so I had a wealth building mindset growing up. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I was bit by the entrepreneurial bug at an early age. Um, I went, you know, I went through school, went to Villanova University, got an accounting degree, came home and jumped right, right into real estate. So people from the outside looking in, looking at my timeline, they might say, oh, he went to school, then got into real estate. 
Well, what they might have missed is when I was 12 years old, I got into collecting baseball cards, okay. which requires money to go to the convenience store and buy packs of cards for 30 cents. Right. So my cousin and I, you know, we'd always be looking for ways to make money to go buy more cards. And so I would rake leaves, shovel snow, right. uh, cut lawns, do car washes. I would go crabbing at the beach and catch crabs. My mom, my mom, my mom would steam them and I would walk door to door selling cooked crabs for $6 a dozen so right. that we could go buy baseball cards. And then at age 15, I started becoming a dealer at card shows. So once or twice a month, I would uh, go get a, a, a booth and I would sell cards. And by the time I was 17, I was the youngest dealer in the country that had a direct distributorship with Topps, Fleer, Donra, Score, and then a 90 and 89 upper deck. So I had a, distri a, a distributorship with the manufacturers when I was not even old enough to vote yet. Um, so, but my entrepreneurial bug to be able to find ways to make money, to fund my sports card business, um, all the while I was in school, high school and college that kind of set the stage for what I wanted to do as an entrepreneur. I don't, I never, ever, other than my summertime jobs, I never wanted to trade my time for a paycheck. I never wanted to have a boss telling me when to be at work, when I could be sick, when I can take vacation, how much I was worth. I just never wanted that. You know, Brian, I'm going to tell you, a lot of our listeners right now can relate to that story because they pretty much had the same paradigm. They pretty much had the same narrative, the same thought processes as far as, you know, some people were cutting grass. Some people were going around doing various jobs, collecting things. I knew a guy in the neighborhood that would literally just go door to door, just taking out people's trash cans on the day the trash truck was coming. And we'll put the trash, the trash can back in the yard. So little things that translate into entrepreneurship at a later age, again, a lot of people can relate to that. There is a difference between, and I wrote uh, my, my third book, I've uh, called Money Mindset. And the reason why I wrote this book is because um, a lot of people don't have a wealth building mindset. They have a mindset of servicing debt. Exactly. For example, if you want to create wealth, Wealth is a measurement of time. Okay. Yes. It's not, I'm not talking about being rich or wealthy. I'm talking about wealth. Wealth is a measurement of time. How long could you go if your income stopped tomorrow? Like you got sick and could no longer work. How long could you survive until you were homeless? Absolutely. And so let's say your cost of living is 5,000 a month. You've got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank in 20 months. If you run out of, uh, of income, you're, you're homeless in 20 months. You're probably not going to feel wealthy, but if you have $5 million, you'll never outlive that. So you'll feel wealthy. So that's that's what wealth is. But when I talk about the wealth or money mindset, if your cost of living is 5,000 a month and you're making six, a typical American individual, they make the six, they pay the five and they go spend or blow the extra thousand. Why? Because it was extra. Because all they cared about all month long was paying my bills. Right. Then they go out and buy a Louis Vuitton bag or they go put new rims in their car or they go out to fancy dinners or buy, buy their kids stuff. Somebody who truly understands and appreciates why they need to build wealth. They make the six. They pay the five in bills. But the only money they cared about all month long was that $1,000 that was going to be earmarked to go into their, we or their exactly. wealth building investment account so they can actually build their net worth. I just did a talk in front of 48,000 entrepreneurs a year ago. And my theme of my talk was net worth over net income. I don't care how much money you make, it's how much you keep the accounts and how are you taking that money, deploying it in a way 
where it's growing your net worth. And I, I, you know, people say, Brian, why is now the time that is most important for people to focus on their wealth building? Uh, I've, I actually made a friend, Keith Ferrazzi from the Ferrazzi Group, uh, a few uh, short years ago. Uh, we brought him into our company to consult with our leadership uh, team. And he had just gotten back that morning or the night before from Germany, where he spent a couple days with 20 of the most sophisticated advanced doctors in the in the world. And in that meeting, he said what he heard, he said, if you can keep yourself alive for 10 more years, you're going to add 20 years to your life based on what's coming down the pipeline with medical breakthroughs, medicinal breakthroughs. And that was five years ago. So if you can stay alive five more years from now, uh, but here's the challenge, uh, Tyrone, puts people into a stressful place because there's a lot of people who have been budgeting what their retirement needs to look like. And if you're going to suddenly live 10 or 20 more years, you will outlive my money. You'll outlive your money. What are you going to do? You can't work when you're 90. You can't work when you're 95. And are your your grandkids or kids going to be able to support you? Probably not. Will the government take care of you? No, because Social Security is going away. So what are they going to do? People need to build their, their net worth immediately, like yesterday, like serious sense of urgency. Hey, Brian, but you know, what I'm finding is that people, they have the desire. They want to acquire wealth. They want to have these passive income streams. They don't know how to do it. And then all of a sudden, when they get the information, they find out that the information is not enough. Just knowing how to do it is not enough. So what are some of the things that helped you to transition from uh, knowing what to do, why you're doing it, how you want to get it done, but actually getting it done? Well, I mean, first of all, your question's great. Uh, Your comment, I want to just really hit that one. When you say that people uh, desire and really want to build wealth, I don't know that that's the case. And here's mm. why. If they really wanted it, they'd go get it. They'd figure it out. Mm. They do want it. Are they willing to go do what they need to do to get it? Most people would rather go to 7-Eleven and buy a lottery ticket and hope. That's their plan. Buy a ticket and hope. That's not a good plan. Or, yeah. hey, my job will, will, will deliver me. If you're to Michael Jordan at your job, like you're the best of the best. Nobody does your job better than you. And you go bust your butt doing it for the next 20 years. Will you ever retire with your dream lifestyle? I've asked that question to, to tens of thousands mm. of people in live audiences. Rarely does a hand ever go up. Right. Most people, you know, they admit when they actually consciously actually are questioned. Yeah. Will my job ever give me everything that I want? And I'm not, I'm not, yeah. this is not a debate whether you like your job or not. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. Will it ever deliver you what you really want out of your life? And the answer 99 out of 100 times is no. Exactly. So if that's the case, why keep going down the same tunnel if there's no light at the end of the tunnel? What, I'm not, what, what we need to do is help people to understand better is available to you. A better life is available to you. Building wealth is available to you. So you have to, like you said, you have to have the burning desire. You have to be willing to work. You have to be coachable, which means you have to, you have to find a coach. But yes. the two things that you need to find is a great opportunity and a, a winning coach, a mentor. Uh, Lou Holtz, one of the winningest football coaches of all time, was a speaker on the same stage with me. And he said, the most valuable thing you're ever going to find in your life is a mentor. And I ask people all the time, who's your mentor? Oh, my dad, my mom. No, those are your parents. A mentor is someone who has achieved massive success in what you're looking to pursue and is willing to take their valuable, precious time to help you 
do what they did. Most people don't have a mentor. They couldn't afford to find They couldn't find one or couldn't afford one. What I found when I got into a home-based business on the side from real estate. So let me tell you my story. I was working real estate. I was in my twenties. I was working seven days a week, many days, eight to faint. And I was grinding. Uh, I was making six figures in my twenties my, by 25. So from the outside looking in, people were like, oh yeah, he's, he's doing great. Financially, it's not bad at that age, but I was giving up everything else. No time for family, no right. time for friends. And I learned from a fellow real estate agent about a side project he was working on, a home-based business, marketing this, uh, marketing a service, where you sign people up for the service. Now it's on a mobile app, get paid a big commission up front, but then you get paid monthly residual income on each of those customers month after month, year after year, decades down the road. And so when I saw that, I'm like, I need to go do that. Because my favorite author and business coach of all time, Jim Rohn, he always used to teach. You work hard all day at your job to earn a living. But you should be working spare time, nights or weekends, building your fortune. Absolutely. So if your listeners have jobs, great. But you're building somebody else's fortune. You need to take at least a few hours a week to build yours. So that's what I did on the side from real estate. I started building it up. And I started to, I, I, I made a six-figure income in my home-based side business part-time in my first year, made six figures, and then I ramped it up, ramped it up, ramped, and the compound, I've, I've got a friend, uh, Darren Hardy, who wrote a book called, called The Compound Effect. Yes. And that compound effect kept on building, 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 building to a point where I now make more in a month than I used to make in a year in real estate. And now it comes in passively when I don't even work. I went to, three weeks ago, I went to Maui for a week, came home, the next morning I woke up with COVID. I had COVID mm. for a week. So I didn't work and didn't work. And then I get on a, on a, in a car with my family, taken to our beach house for 90 day, in nine days, which I just got back from yesterday. So for the last three plus weeks, I didn't work. But I still had, had $10,000 a day coming in, exactly. whether I worked or not. That's what people need to build towards. It's available, but people are just not willing to go do the hard work to go find the right opportunity and get a good mentor. And for some people, what you just said, that's a fantasy. Meaning that, you know, to not to be able to physically work, but still have that passive income coming in. You know, I also love how Jim Rohn used to come across his approach. But he also said, what's easy to do is easy not to do. And you can literally talk yourself out of a million dollar idea or passive income streams just by listening to a lot of people that are around you that are doing the same exact thing. That you all, all of you guys are in the car and you're going to the same destination. And a lot of times it's not even a destination that you're choosing for yourself. Somebody else is dictating where you need to go. So yeah. I like the point that you made about people. And again, there's nothing wrong with having a job. It's a great place to start. But when you understand that you're building somebody else's empire and that you have the autonomy to where you can literally build, create your own generational wealth, uh, once you come to that realization once you truly wake up, now you're looking for the, the tools. You're looking for the keys, the principles that's going to take you from point A to point B. Another thing I want my listeners to really understand is that you have this guy right now, Brian Carruthers. He walks to walk, talks to talk. There's nothing fluff about him. There's no hype in him. Take the time to listen to what he's saying because it's absolutely a fact. I appreciate that. I think it's a cop-out. When people say they they don't have the time to find the right opportunity for themselves or to say, well, it's just not for me. I'm not cut out for it. I right. wouldn't be good at business, so I just need to stay with my job. Who do you know who's got a job who's wealthy? 
I mean, I know. I mean, there, there's a rare few. The top uh, one portion of one percent who become the CEO of a company, uh, but they typically went to Wharton or some amazing business school and had the pedigree to go out there and get that uh, C-level job. But everybody else, there, there is no shot. Uh, this is my most recent book, Untrapped. And any, if anybody can actually see this, which obviously on radio, I'm holding up a book and they can't see it. But there's a guy on the, on the cover of the book who's on a treadmill in a, in a basement with very little light coming through this little square window. The guy's on a treadmill. And the, the book is called Untrapped Freedom Manifesto, Become an Entrepreneur to Escape the Grind and Find Freedom and Happiness. The reason why I bring this book up right now is because some of you that are listening, you feel trapped. Like you're at a job you don't like, you're overworked and underpaid, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you need a change. Those are the obvious people. Does that mean because you're conscious and know that, that you're going to do something about it? No. story about a, a guy walking down a country road, and as he was approaching this country house, he kept on hearing this dog that was yelping. And as he got closer and closer, a dog was yelping louder and louder. And he goes up to the front stoop, and the dog's sitting on the, on the, on the, on the porch, and it's just yelping, 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 like nonstop. And he's like, what is wrong with this dog? Where's the owner? What's going on here? He goes up, and he actually lifts up the dog, and it finds out the dog is sitting on a rusty nail. And it's like, oh, that's why the dog is, is yelping. But it, it hurt enough to make it yelp, but it didn't hurt enough to get up off his butt and move. The reason I'm kind of smiling right now, and I'm sure Paul is in the background smiling, because we've told this that same story time and time again. You yeah. know, people have enough pain to whereas it's not hurting enough to get them to move and to move into action. But here's the other thing, Tyron. There's other people that are like this person on the cover of my book, but they don't know it. These are the yes. people who love their job. Or these are the people that are getting really well paid. There are people that are trapped in a job that they don't like and they know it. There are people trapped in a job they do like or they're highly paid. But here's the thing. Let's say you're the person, the listener right now, you're the person you love what you do and you, you go to your job every day and you enjoy it. But what happens if you get sick, can't work, lose your job, you want, you need to retire, you need to move, whatever, your company gets bought and you're, and you're phased out. What will happen then? Exactly. Then your income goes to zero overnight. And that happens to millions of people every single year, millions of people, monthly exactly. millions. So you're trapped in a situation where you're working for the wrong kind of income. There's three forms of income, linear, leverage, and residual. Linear, you're getting paid on what you do. You're trapped in a job if you have to keep on going there and giving your time to get a paycheck. You're trapped. You might like being trapped, but you're still trapped. Exactly. Uh, you, or leveraged income, getting paid on other people's efforts. Like a real estate broker recruits a bunch of agents, and when the agents sell houses, the broker gets a little piece. That broker could be on the beach but still get paid that day when somebody else sold a house. Smarter money, smarter work. Then residual income. This is what I learned from my billionaire mentor, Paul J. Meyer. Residual income is a holy grail. You do something one time, get paid over and over and over again for what you did once. Yes. When I learned about the opportunity that I got involved in many years ago that I mentioned, that I started making all that extra money in with Legal Shield, where I market a legal service app. Where people pay twenty some dollars a month, they got access to a, a legal services for all this. And look, you might hear that. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very sexy. Well, it's it, it's not. It wasn't. I'm like, why would I want? Uh, why would I even want a service like that myself? And then I saw a short 20, ten minute overview presentation from the guy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could use it for a speeding ticket. I, I could save a thousand dollars, get my will done. I could use it for for writing letters to people I'm having a dispute with. I could have them review my contracts. All these different things. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a very useful service. And I got it. Never used an attorney in my life before. I've used the services 78 times so far in my life. So marketing a service like that 
didn't sound like it was going to be the most exciting thing, but I was attracted to the leveraged and the residual income that came right. with that business model. Exactly. And I've made tens of millions of dollars from that very little home-based business that, that people made fun of me for wasting my time on. Give me time around. Prudential Carruthers real estate signs were all over Maryland, D.C. and Virginia. My family name on these signs. Everybody knew I'm the Carruthers kid. I'm. This is all I need to do uh, as I you know, pr- proceed through life. And when I got into a home-based business on the side, everybody I knew said I was wasting my time. What did you fall and hit your head? Right. But guess what? All those same people are still stuck in their jobs exactly. or they're stuck in b- small business ownership where, that, where their business owns them and they can never leave. They have to be the first one in, the last one to leave. They can't go on vacation. If somebody calls them sick, they got to go in. Guess what? I make seven figures a year whether I get up in the morning and do anything with it or not. That's what I love about this. And But here's the thing, going back to your initial point, people say they want to build wealth. Look, the information is out there. Opportunities are available. You have to be willing to, to explore. And look, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen in the absence of fear. Exactly. When you're, if you're waiting to stop being afraid, you're gonna, you're gonna die waiting. Courage is up, is acting in spite of the presence of fear. You just have to have some courage. But when you find a good opportunity, and look, anybody that wants to reach out to Tyrone French after the show and say, "Hey, hook me up with Brian Carruthers. I want that guy to be the coach in my corner. I want him to actually teach me the business that he teaches people." I've helped my team make over $550 million collectively in their pockets. I've I've seen several hundred people retire from their jobs, and they're now living off their residual income that they built with me. So if somebody really wants that, and they're like, how am I ever going to find a mentor? Well, you know what? I understand the skepticism because there's a lot of scam artists. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there that are trying to get, get money out of your pocket that you don't even have. Um, so I understand that. But when you can find somebody who's got credibility... Like, you know, if you trust Tyrone French and Tyrone French trusts me and we've got a a working relationship for years like we have, that's how you find it is through the channels where you can actually trust the source. That's that's very important. You know, you mentioned uh, Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect. Another good book, a book that's in my library, because things are going to compound, but they're they're going to grow. They're going to compound. And so once people and again, you mentioned as far as getting in touch with you, Brian, believe me, people are going to. They're going to reach out to me. How do I get in touch with Brian Carruthers? How do I get in touch with this guy? So while I have you in sitting in front of me right now, how do people get in touch with Brian Carruthers directly? I'll give out my information. That's totally fine. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I'm everywhere. Uh, BJ Carruthers at Gmail. If you want to uh, hit me directly on an email, I don't want to give up my phone number. And all of a sudden I get robocalls like, like crazy, but I mean, look, you ask Grant Cardone what he thinks about me. Ask Robert Kiyosaki, ask Richard go. Branson, ask any of these guys I've become friends with uh, who are all very credible people out there in the entrepreneurial space. And they'll tell you, hey, look, if you got a chance to work with somebody who actually truly does care. And I look, I'm not in Barbados or in my place in Turks and Caicos just chilling out. I am still in the trenches building entrepreneurs from the ground up because I really enjoy it. And one last thing I'll share with you, begin with the end in mind. What is your end game? Success is personal. Success is, oh, I made all this money and this is my wonderful lifestyle now. Most people are chasing success. And when they get there, they find sometimes it's empty. Yeah, they might have a nicer car and nicer handbags and might be able to travel in in a first-class seat. 
But what I found, and Dr. Miles Monroe uh, wrote a book called Passing It On, which yes. did a really eloquent job about teaching this. Yes. Is chase significance over success. Significance is how many people you've helped make their life successful. I'm all about significance. I've not only made a lot of money, uh, but I've invested it extremely well. I, mean, I put 784000 in Apple stock, which I currently still hold at, at $11 million just in that holding. Just as I'm not trying to gloat, I'm just simply saying that um, I don't get on and, and, and talk about these things uh, with you here, Tyrone, or any any right. show I ever do. There's no speaking fees here. I'm not trying to make another dollar here. I want to help more kids get their parents back. I've got three boys uh, who don't know what it's like to have a parent working outside of the home. My wife, Melissa, and I are home with them every single day. Matter of fact, they're down in the basement. I said, keep them away from my office door. Away. I don't want the noise. I'm on a live <laughs> show right now. But they're they're having fun. They're playing. Yes. And we're at home with them seven days a week. Because yeah. we can. Yeah. So I want that for if there's any parents out there that are just like like so emotionally drained from staring at the ceiling when they're trying to go to bed at night, just stressed out and emotional about how life is passing by and they're missing their kids growing up because they're at work all day and they're uh, and their kids are in either school or daycare and they only see them for an hour a day. Or if there's young kids, if there's anybody young listening to the show right now and they're like, you know, uh, you know, getting wealthy is not just for the. 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70-year-olds. I mean, right. I mean, there's people that I work with that are in their early 20s, like 20, 21, 22, that are building wealth big faster than their parents ever did. Yes. Because they're in a generation where they're like, possibilities are huge. And yes. I'm not talking about just going out and, and, and betting on some some crazy crypto thing. I and mean, there's great opportunities out there, but you have to have money to invest in those opportunities. And so cash flow is king. Yes. Uh, and I want to help people create that cash flow. Absolutely. Hey, Brian, I tell you, we got a minute left. Uh, I'm going to wind it down here, but hey, you know, I just want to say to my audience right now, go to TyroneFrench.coach, go to ClosingTheWealthGap.net, download this episode and listen to it over and over and over again. Because I'm telling you, this content now, we we put things out there. uh, This is going to be out there for years. And one of these days, you're going to go back and you're going to say, wow, Brian Carruthers, was on Closing the Wealth Gap with Tyrone French. And he gave me some information that literally changed my life. And so, Brian, I thank you for taking the time to to share with our listeners today. Uh, Like I said, you're the real deal. You love helping people. For me, you're one of a kind, buddy. You're one of a kind. I, I'm uh, very flattered and appreciate those kind words. Um, I'm excited about being on here with you. Um, the way I look at it, Tyrone, is you know, you've know you got an audience that follows you for a reason. They know that you've got their best interest at heart every single day doing what you do. And if I can uh, be another resource that can be of help to even if it's just one listener today that's got the gumption to reach out and say, you know what? I don't care how many other people may or may not reach out, but I want better for my life. Yes. Will you choose me? All I care about is desire, coachability, and yes. work ethic. I don't care about your college degree that you might or might not have. I don't care about where, what family you come from, what side of the tracks. You come with a coachable attitude, a work ethic, right. and a burning desire. We're going to go to town and build your wealth. Our philosophy on this show is each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. So, again, you know, Brian, you know, you gave a lot of information. Uh, I know you're a busy man. Hopefully, one day in the future, we can have you come back and share some more about the other four books that you've written. Um, because again, it, it, you know, people just need to find 
they need to find people that are that are actually doing it, that are living it on a daily basis. And I find people like, you know, I'm out and about during the day and people ask me who, who I am, what do I do? Because I seem so casual, so nonchalant. And it's like, uh, you know, are you are you off work today? And it's like, I'm on the beach. Why? Because I can. Because I can. Don't get me wrong. You know, in the beginning, it was a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, a lot of hard work. But because I understood that compounding effect that eventually I was going to, to, to manifest those things that I, that I wanted to manifest in my life, I'm living a dream. And now to be uh, associated with people that's living their dreams, is, uh, you know, it's a master class in and of itself. And people are just sharing. They're just sharing about this is who I am, but this is what I did because one of these days we're going to run out of days. And what did you do with your life? that was significant enough to somebody else can care or remember that you were even here. So to me, Brian, you're that mentor, you're that coach, you're that, that, that guy that, like I said, you have the goods, buddy, you have the goods. And again, thank you for, for being on closing the wealth gap today. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll come back next time, but when we have some testimonials that we will bring and let them share their stories about how working together with me, made a big difference in their life. We'll bring some stories next go. time. So that'd be great. And I'll, I will send a digital copy of one of my books to anybody that reaches out to you in the next few days. So definitely reach out to Tyrone French. Uh, I'll pass it along to me. I'll get you a free copy of a digital book. And by the way, I was just featured in this magazine, Prosper Magazine, Why Become an Entrepreneur. Matter of fact, the guy on the cover right here of this magazine, Mike Humes, was a post office um, uh, letter carrier in Washington, D.C., working with me. He's now made $7 million. Believe me, he doesn't work for the post office anymore. I'll send you a digital copy to this magazine so you can read some of the articles in there. So um, great that's show. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. That's what, real, sto- real people, real stories, real lives. People, you can do this. You can do it. But you need a good coach. You need a good mentor. We're going to have Brian back. So just go ahead and take us out. We're going to have him back. Uh, but we're going to get those testimonials together. And like I said, we want I mean, real stories, real lives, r- real people. All right. Real good stuff. We'll see you again. That's our show for this week. Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in North County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.